2: Part of just the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: Just win. Just win. The autumn wind
4: is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weatherbeaten. He wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache.
1: What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Wednesday's edition of the Lockdown Raiders podcast, February 17th, 2021. Your boy Q here with you, still dealing with weather issues in the great state of Texas, but it's okay. I'm thinking forward now. I'm thinking forward, finally utilizing the the radio station as my second home. And uh, yeah, even though it's been a while since I've taken a nice warm shower, it's okay. Hey, you know, the voice still sounds fine. I'm good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, When I'm at the radio station, it's nice and warm. And there's internet, so as long as you got heat, you got internet, and you got a toilet, you're good, right? So... It's kind of how your boy is rolling. So anyway, here we go as we roll into Wednesday's edition. Again, February 17th, 2021. Today's show is being brought to you by rockauto.com. They got a great selection, super low prices, all the parts your car is ever going to need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On Raiders podcast sent you, and I'll tell you all about that a little bit later on in today's show. Coming up in today's show, uh, segment number three, calls and text straight off that Locked On Raiders podcast voicemail line. You know this number, 707-654-4693, and even got a tweet. My guy, Jeff Barnett, he actually sent in a tweet at your boy Q254, sent me a direct message in response to Tuesday's show, and again, I apologize for Tuesday's show being very, very late, uh, dealing with all the weather issues in Texas, Uh, I have no electricity at my house, so in my studio, I wasn't able to get into it, so I just wasn't able to do a show, and then I wasn't able to get out the house, and then finally was able to get my garage open and get my car out, and boom, made my way to the radio station, myself and the wife, and we stayed warm and knocked out a show, so it got out a little bit late on Tuesday, I apologize for that, but... Better late than never, right? And I kind of feel like I have a – kind of get an excuse only because the weather, and this is something that just is not everyday you know, walk of life. If it was the normal day like it should be, then everything would be good. But I'll tell you right now, Raider Nation, haven't done a radio show since last Friday. (laughs) On Fox Sports Central Texas, I haven't done my radio show since last Friday, and I don't know if we're going to do one today. Don't know if we're going to do one tomorrow. Don't know if the first show is going to be on Friday. Don't know if we're going to wait till next week. I mean, it's just – it's really up in the air, and it's all because of this crazy, crazy weather. So, again, I apologize for not getting out a, a show on uh, on Tuesday early like I usually do, but I, I did finally get it out, and if you didn't get a chance to check it out, go back and listen to Tuesday's episode, February 16th. Uh, so, anyway, in segment number three, you got your calls, your texts, and a tweet. Segment number two, I actually, while I was at the radio station on Tuesday evening, I did a hit with Cofield and Company from ESPN Las Vegas, and they couldn't believe that I was doing the hit. They knew the weather situation. They knew what I was going through. They had hit me up earlier was like, man, do you have any any uh, electricity are you good and i was like i ain't got no electricity but I'm good. I'll still do the I'll, I'll still do the hit with you. And they couldn't believe it. So you'll hear that conversation. We went back and forth. Lots of good stuff Deshaun Sean Watson. Uh, stuff about what Carolina the Panthers are offering uh, for for Deshaun Watson to get him out of Houston. Talk about Derek Carr. Talk about Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. I mean, there's a lot of good conversation in that 12 to 13 minute hit that I did on Tuesday with uh, Cofield and company from ESPN Las Vegas. So you'll hear that in segment number two. And then segment number one, as I do on the daily, give you the news and the notes of the day. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Off top, I mentioned the Carolina Panthers, right? They are apparently, and this is just a report, willing to pay a king's ransom to get Deshaun Watson out of Houston. A king's ransom. According to Panthers beat reporter and insider David Newton, which has been on this show multiple times. He's, on, he's from ESPN, but really good good buddy of mine, David Newton from ESPN. You can find him on Twitter, at DNewtonESPN. The Panthers are preparing to make a strong push for De- Deshaun Watson and will do whatever it takes to get him. That includes giving up three first-round draft picks and Christian McCaffrey. And I think that that right there, if that is a real deal offer, and look, David Newton's not putting anything out there that's not, not, you know, legit. Like, he's not just going to come up with something and decide he's going to throw it up against the wall like a Colin Cowherd word. He's actually going to report the facts. So whatever he's being told is what he's putting out there. If they're willing to do that, which I do believe they will, and this is why, Matt Rule has a very long contract. Matt Rule also knows the Panthers are not prepared to win right now. Matt Rule, from what I know, since he was there at Baylor and I covered him for the three years he was there, he is a builder. I like to call him Bob the Builder. He knows that year one is going to stink. Year two, eh, it's going to be a little bit better. Year three, boom, he's going to hit. If you go back and look at the history when he was at Temple, when he was at Baylor, that's what he does. That is his, that's his recipe. Year one, stink. Year two, a little bit better. Year three, boom, now you're legit. He took Baylor to the Sugar Bowl two years after having a one-win season. Matt Rule is a real deal coach. I've said it multiple times. I have a lot of respect for that guy. If John Gruden wasn't the head coach of the Raiders, I would love for Matt Rule to be that guy because I know he's going to get the team where they need to be, when they need to be there. And unlike what John Gruden's done, I guarantee you in year three, Carolina's going to be a real deal team. They're going to be cooking with grease, like I like to say. So I'm getting back to this report about Deshaun Watson. If if he feels like that's going to be his guy... Why wouldn't he go out there and give up the three first-round picks? Why wouldn't he go up there and give up Christian McCaffrey? I questioned the move when they they signed Christian McCaffrey to a long-term deal, and I knew that the team was rebuilding. Right after they hired him, I was like, wait a minute. Why would you give Christian McCaffrey this long-term deal? Well, maybe they did that so they can use him later as, as trade bait, not knowing exactly who's going to be available, but boom, here you go. Deshaun Watson available. I can see Matt Rule going all in to get the quarterback that he needs because Deshaun Watson in Carolina for years to come would be a great, great thing. And I personally feel like that right there puts the, the Raiders out of any conversation for Deshaun Watson. I think that's too rich for their blood. You know what I mean? It's just certain things. It's kind of, kind of like when you're in a card game, and I think it's poker. Or I don't know. Maybe I don't know what what, what sport it is because I don't really play cards that well. Not gonna lie. Now I'm really good at dominoes. But you know when you, you get to the part when you're like, oh, I fold. It's too rich for my blood. I kind of feel like the raiders are sitting at the card table. They're looking at their cards. Gruden's there. Mayock's across the table. They're kind of reading each other's face. And all of a sudden, Matt rules like, well, how about this? And then Gruden and Mayock say, well, it's too rich for my blood. I, I fold. I feel like that offer right there is too rich for the Raiders' blood, and they're not willing to go that far. So we'll see what happens, but if that, in fact, is what Carolina's willing to give up for Deshaun Watson, not only do I think he'll get traded to Carolina, I think it'll happen quick, fast, and in a hurry, because Houston's not going to get much better of a deal than that. So there you go with that. I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. Again, this is one of these storylines that are going to be very, very interesting for the, for the time being until it actually happens, but that kind of deal, that is incredible. So three first-round draft picks and Christian McCaffrey for Deshaun Watson. That could be happening with the Carolina Panthers. Stay tuned. Also, how about the Titans making contact with J.J. Watt? I know a lot of Raider Nation wants the Raiders to go out to J.J. Watt. They say, Q, that's that alpha dog that you want. Q, that's that alpha dog. He'd be great in the locker room. He would. But, I've said it before, I think that the Raiders are probably very low on his list right now. I think that he would much rather be in Pittsburgh, much rather be in Green Bay. Uh, I've mentioned other teams that you know have a chance to possibly win a championship. Uh, you know, I, I've even said maybe he'd even like to be in Dallas because he likes the state of Texas. But Tennessee could be an option. And look, Mike Vrabel, the head coach there in Tennessee, he has a long history with. Uh, he, he he worked, he played under him while he was a member of the Texans. I mean, uh, Mike Vrabel was on the coaching staff there in Houston, so they have a bond. GM John R- Robinson, he said, "I want to find guys that love football." After a disappointing 2020 season we all know jj watt loves football uh robinson also said that he has reached out to watch representation and it's in the early stages to finding out where the defensive end wants to decide where he's going to play in 2021 so they've already kind of done a little bit of due diligence and at least reached out and told his people like hey don't forget about tennessee really good team really good coach you like him got a great running game pretty damn good team We would love to have J.J. Watt. So they've already reached out to him, and that would keep him in the AFC South. You think he wouldn't like to play his uh, former team twice a year? I kind of think he would. But anyway, that's, that's just something that just kind of want to give you an update of some teams that are already interested in free agent defensive end J.J. Watt. This I found pretty interesting. And Louis Riddick, who's on ESPN, he's a Monday Night Football guy. He's interviewed for multiple GM jobs. I think he's going to get a GM job sooner rather than later. He was a guy that I wanted the Raiders to uh, get as the GM before they went and got Mike Mayock. He was putting out a couple tweets on Tuesday about the Raiders, Derek Carr, and Darren Waller. And I, th- I found it pretty entertaining. And again, the reason I find it entertaining is because I really respect him. I think he's a really good football mind. So when Lewis Riddick talks about football and talks about personnel, I listen. Certain guys I don't listen to, you know, like uh, Pullian, Uh, Bill Polian. I kind of feel like, uh, you know, the game not really has passed his time, but he kind of just throws some stuff out there. Remember, he said Lamar Jackson should be a, a wide receiver and not a quarterback. So there's that. But guys like Lewis Riddick, I really, really respect. He tweeted out, there should be zero talk of the Raiders trading Derek Carr or even entertaining it. None. And then he said, and Darren Waller is criminally underpaid. And I saw some people say, he just signed an extension. That's talking about Waller. Just signed an extension. He did, but Lewis Riddick is absolutely right. He is criminally underpaid. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. He's top three, no doubt about it. And I don't care how you put it. You can put Travis Kelsey first, you can put George Kittle first, or you can put Darren Waller first. It's those three guys, and then the rest of the league. Darren Waller, if you remember correctly, in 2019, signed a four-year extension with the Raiders on October 17th, to be exact. New money, $29.8 Twenty-nine point eight million dollars, three point two two million guaranteed uh, salary at signing, with potential salary vesting in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Waller can earn two hundred fifty thousand dollars in workout bonuses in twenty 2020 twenty through twenty twenty three, along with two hundred fifty thousand uh, paid in fifteen thousand six hundred twenty five uh, per game uh, increments in twenty twenty two through twenty twenty three roster bonus money. And then, so bottom line, if you want to get through all that mumbo jumbo. This year, 2021, he's guaranteed just over $6 million and only has $16 million guaranteed over the life of his deal. Zero guaranteed money after this season. So for anyone who says, oh, Darren Waller just got paid for what he's doing, the production he's putting up there, it's up there with the best three in the league. And I'm talking Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. And look at the contracts they just signed. Big time deal. So the Raiders were smart and gave him that extension when they felt like he was about to break out, not after he broke out. Because if they had done it after this year, he would have got big time paid. So when, when Lewis Riddick said Darren Waller is criminally underpaid and he's a guy that people have talked about including in a potential trade for, for Deshaun Watson, he's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. So then Lewis Riddick goes on to say, those of you crying about Carr and the need for a change at quarterback may want to spend some money and time on an NFL Game Pass subscription. Uh, actually, I used to talk about that here on the Lockdown Raiders podcast. I used to actually provide that for you. Anyway, and he said, and focus on Las Vegas's defensive issues. Much better use of your time. So that's Lewis Riddick right there saying, Hey, hey, by the way, Raider Nation, car ain't your problem. The problem is stopping the other team from scoring. It's the defensive side of the ball. And I know we've had the discussion here on the podcast many times that that is the real deal issue. Defense, defense, defense. The defense couldn't stop me, my wife, and you from scoring. They just couldn't. I mean, we could have scored probably on a big time play, too, like a go route. And I'll, I'll let the, the wife run the go route. Just be like, go ahead you know, I know, I know that, you know, it's going to be 85 yards before you actually get to the end zone, but just go ahead and run it. They'll let you get behind them. You know what I mean? Like that's how bad the defense was. It was awful. So, uh, he's not wrong. And that's why, again, why I think that Derek Carr definitely will be under center in 2021, but it's just intriguing to know. And we talked about it on Tuesday, I talked about it in great length, you know, the bears I talked about it on Monday too. the bears. They're very intrigued. They're talking about giving up two ones, maybe a potential player as well. I mean, there's so many situations you can't ignore it completely, like like uh, Lewis Reddick is saying, because you know it's there. The conversation is being had with multiple teams. You don't know how many people are hitting me up, like, "Hey, Q, can you uh, jump on to talk about Derek Carr? Because uh, this team that I cover, they may want him, and, and can you give me the good and bad about him?" There's a lot of teams interested in Derek Carr, and I'm not saying just because you know beat writers are hitting me up asking about him means that that uh, you know that team is going to trade for him, but you could tell that at least those guys are hearing that their team is interested in one Derek Carr. So I uh, just thought that what Lewis Riddick had to say was pretty interesting, so I thought I'd bring that to the table. So that's all I got for you for uh, segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Coming up in segment number two, really, really good hit I think, really good hit from Cofield and Company from ESPN Las Vegas on Tuesday. Uh, we talked about just about everything. Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, Carolina Panthers and their offer. I mean, everything. We kind of debated back and forth, and that's that's what's fun about Cofield and Company. Just because I say something, they're not going to just agree with it, they you'll 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 hear Cofield say, I don't agree. Straight up, I don't agree. And I'm like, that's cool. I like that. That's the kind of conversation I like, and that's why I like to bring it to the table. That's what you're going to hear coming up in segment number two. Before you do that, though, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. I know football season is over, college and the pros, but... College basketball's here, the NBA's here, hockey is here, and I'll tell you right now, man, if you listen to Lock On Bets, myself and Lee Sterling, we do a great job when we're handicapping the the, the hockey. Actually, I'm not handicapping it, it's him, but still, I'm on the show with them, so <laughs> I, I say it's we. When we do good, it's we. When it's bad, it's him. <laughs> Straight up, but either way you look at it, man, betonline.ag is the one place that has you covered, the one place we trust. Betonline.ag, sign up for a free account today and use the promo code locked on. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus just like that. So get off the sidelines, get into the game, and make sure you use the promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. If you're on social media, Check them out at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Again, sign up for that free account and use the promo code locked on. Sign up for your bonus today. Betonline.ag. Segment number two is up next.
2: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily Raiders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Raider Nation, here we are, segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to jump into my conversation that I had. Blessed to have this conversation. I'm really blessed any time I get the opportunity to be on ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield and company, they do a great job in the afternoon, 3 to 6 p.m. They're on the radio station, and they have me on every Tuesday at 4.15 their time, which is 6.15 Central Time, and uh, well, you'll hear the story. I uh, still don't have any power at the house, as I said in segment number one, but me and the wife made our way to the radio station because it's warm. So we went and hung out there, and I said, hey, I can do the hit. Just go ahead and call me. As a matter of fact, call me on the radio station number, and uh, I'll use the microphone, I'll use the studio, and it'll sound great. So we were able to knock out that, uh, that hit. So here we are. Here's my conversation with Cofield & Company from Tuesday on ESPN Las Vegas.
0: It's Cofield & Company. My lord, I've been looking forward to the spot. Q Myers is with us, our Raiders insider. I got to hear what is going on in Texas and how, <laughs> folks like Hugh, who's in the Waco area, are surviving. You guys do not get weather like this.
1: No, no, we don't, man. This is something that even the whole state of Texas is like, what in the world is going on? How did this happen, and where are we going from here? This is unbelievable, man. I mean, I haven't had power since, like, Monday, and we might not get power again until Saturday. I mean, this is just this is bananas, man. We've never seen this.
0: What happens when it comes out uh, fully that maybe the power companies uh, pulled the plug on everyone in Texas because they were going to lose money in some form or fashion?
1: Oh, yeah. We have no doubt that that's the issue. You know, I mean, there's people that are conveniently located in their apartments near hospitals, and they're still on, which is great because we want the hospitals to be on at all times. But, you know, there's certain businesses that are on and thriving well, and then we who live right across the street from them have been blacked out for days. So uh, this has been a big cluster, to say the least, from uh, the state of Texas who was not prepared. And, uh, yeah, it's like a state of emergency here. And nobody knows what they're doing. I mean, it's just, it's one big mess.
0: Do you have a generator? How the hell are you doing this?
1: No, no, we don't have a generator. I actually came up to the radio station, man. It's like, I I finally got out of the house and came to the radio station, not to do radio because we're off the air. Our our stations are all off the air, but I figured I could still come and do some kind of work, you know, and and do a couple podcast hits and everything and, and jump on with you guys. And hey, look, there's warmth here. There's actually heat and there's electricity. So I'm good rather than being at home sitting in the cold.
0: So when we talk about Q, and Q Myers is with us, Raiders and He's over on uh, our uh, Silver and Black Today show on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. We talk about him being like the hardest worker in the biz. Here's proof. He's he's hustling to do the spot with us, which we totally appreciate. Um, This is my last on the weather. I think Adam has a couple as well. If folks don't know, it's been freezing, snowing, powers out. There's no freaking heat. Texas is a disaster area. Um, again, I keep referencing TikTok, but uh, <laughs> last night I was watching TikTok and all the Texas people were, you know, there a lot of people are like, please help. We're like, we're, we are not equipped for this. I saw someone who was like, we basically had to take our crib our like old baby crib and just break it up for freaking wood yeah just to burn wood to get some heat
1: man i'll tell you i just went to the grocery store not too long ago me and the wife and there's literally nothing on the shelves bread you can't get water you can only buy one case at a time i mean it is absolutely ridiculous the meat section and i'm not talking about the meat department i'm talking like processed in a box i mean like the you know the uh my my, my baloney has the last name is mo you know that name that stuff is gone there ain't even no baloney can we get the, the Carl Buttig or whatever whatever? That no, stuff. even Buttig is out, man. Every I mean, everything is gone. <laughs> that, it's not funny. It's rough, but it, 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 is, it, it is. No, it's uh, comical. Uh, it is actually comical, dog. It's like 12, 12 degrees right now, and it's going to get worse. I had a buddy, no joke. I literally watched him drive his Mercedes up the street from my house. It got stuck at the stop sign, and someone had to tow him back to his house, and then it was swerving the whole way back down to his house.
5: It was ridiculous. Uh, the governor has issued a stay-at-home order to protect people's lives, Uh, Are you guys going to fight back and say, we need our liberties, we need to go out, we're not going to listen to this
1: hoax of a governor no 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 look we're staying at home and literally i don't live that far from the radio station so i felt it was very okay for me to get out of my freezing house and come to the radio station where it's nice and warm so at least there's electricity at a radio station that has nobody in it which again goes back to the businesses being fully on deck and then the houses that people are actually trying to live in have no electricity or heat so i feel like this is a better home and my owner of the radio station was like hey man go ahead and stay there as long as you want just stay warm
5: there you go. Well, hopefully you uh, you can do that. Hopefully you can stay warm and get through this. And hopefully the state of Texas uh, listens and doesn't fight back on like they did on COVID restrictions, so right, right. Uh, that people can save some lives here. Uh, we'll get into some football though. We 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 talk about Deshaun Watson every week, but we, we have to. Uh, we're hearing some more offers from some, some some teams around the league, but we are also hearing the Texans saying they're staying put. Is this just a bluff? To drive
1: up the cost. Um, I think that's a little bit of boast. Honestly, honestly, I know they want to keep Deshaun Watson. No doubt. Like that's their option. A is to keep Deshaun Watson. Now, the only way they won't keep him is if he decides I'm not showing up, and they know that he's not showing up for anything. He hasn't responded to Nick Casario, the GM, his calls. He hasn't talked to the new head coach. He's not answering the phone for anybody. So, if they feel like you know what, instead of holding this guy hostage and trying to keep him here and try to find him and do all this other stuff and have a, a terrible PR nightmare, because again. He is the mayor of Houston. I mean, he is the guy beloved by the city of Houston. They may just decide to go ahead and roll the dice and and, and trade him, but they're obviously going to trade him to the highest bidder and get as much as they want. And I know you guys have seen the Carolina Panthers' uh, reported offer. Man, that is a king's ransom and then some. So looks like Deshaun Watson may be on his way out, and they're going to get a whole lot for him.
5: We were uh, we were going to talk about that, but we'll put it out there right now. <laughs> According to reports, my bad. Three, three no no, it's good. Three first round picks and Christian McCaffrey. That's yeah, a pretty good offer.
1: No, that's huge. That's huge, and that kind of lets all Raider Nation know, like, hey, uh, that's not going to happen. You know, I just can't see the Raiders bellying up three first-round picks and say Josh Jacobs and Christian McCaffrey is a is a better back than Josh Jacobs, but I couldn't see them bellying up all that for this quarterback. So if that if the offer is already that high, and that's how much you know the Carolina Panthers, who remember have what the number eight overall pick. I mean, it's top ten. They have a top ten pick, and they have Matt Rule there, who's going to be there for the next. He's got a six-year contract. He's not going anywhere. He's the kind of guy at this point that can make a a move like that and say, hey, this is going to be for the long-term success of this team. I don't think the Raiders are in a position to do that. But that is a heck of an offer. And I can see Matt Rule rolling the dice like that and saying, I got my quarterback. He's only 25 years old. He's on a reasonable deal. That's all good. We got this covered. And and them doing something like that. So I think that offer right there, if that's a real offer, has just priced the Raiders clearly way out of this conversation.
0: I don't agree. Okay. (laughs) I don't agree. I like Uh, it. I like it. (laughs) Adam. What, what's McCaffrey's deal? When did he start making big money? Can you look it up? I'll look it up. Um, I have zero interest in a running back who's going to make $18 million a year, who was already hurt last year. Yeah, he the, was. The three first-round picks I think are awesome. I don't want to run it. I'm not building my team around a running back. I think Rule's telling you what, he, what running backs are worth. He doesn't. He's like, eh, you know what, I'll deal him. Yeah, he's, he's making market top market value. You can have him. You take his contract.
1: Right, but the thing is, they just gave him that contract. Think about that. When Rule got there, they made the decision to give him that long-term extension, which I questioned at that moment. Like, if you're rebuilding, why would you give a running back that's had that much wear and tear on his body a contract like that? But they did. But I will say McCaffrey is dynamic. I mean, he can run the rock between the tackles. He can run the rock outside. He can catch the ball in the backfield. He could block. I mean, that dude's an absolute stud, and that's something that Houston would need. I'm not saying that he's a fit for every team, but he would be a great fit in Houston because their running game is, is a struggle, and they have some good wide receivers. They'd have to get a quarterback, obviously, but uh, and I'm sure maybe Teddy Bridgewater would be part of it. But still, I-, I think it would be a good, great deal. Matter of fact, for Carolina. But I understand what you're saying. I mean, the running back that could just be like throwing a, another player in there. But again, the Raiders, how do they, you know, how do they butter their bread by way of the run game?
5: Cap it really goes up in 2023. Okay, but it's not it's
0: not great for the next two years either. I think it's 12 million a year for the next two, and then 16 yeah. after that. Okay, 12, 13, 16, 16. And he's also, this isn't a case where they signed a guy when he was 28, 27. He's only 24, so. He's awesome. Yeah. Chris McCaffrey's awesome, and everyone has a different philosophy, Um, the running back position. My point is, I I think the Raiders could match the deal. It's not going to be with just one player added in, and that's why I'll go back to what I said three weeks ago, two weeks ago, when this talk started and Cowherd was the one who threw in Darren Waller. I'm not letting a tight end. Darren Waller's awesome.
1: Right. Right. He's
0: awesome. I'm not letting a tight end keep me from getting Deshaun Watson.
1: Right. I, I, I understand completely, and you make all the sense of the world. My question is just who do you have? Where, how do you build around him once you get Deshaun Watson? And, and do you win now? That's what the, the, the Raiders need to win now. They've been on this rebuilding thing for too long. At what point is it like, okay, let's win?
5: I, I think my offer still go two first, two second. Uh, Jacobs and Mullen, that was my offer from the beginning
1: um i mean that's that's it's reasonable again he's a 25 year old quarterback and you know he's very dynamic i just i don't think that gruden would be willing to do that i think it's too much capital that they have to give up for him whether it's, it's warranted or not i just think if you if we get inside the mind of gruden or at least try i think that that's too rich for his blood that but that's just my thoughts
0: adam what were the deals on uh short being cut by the panthers he's 32 right yeah
1: 32 yeah, or 33 yeah oh
0: yeah. so- So I want to build on that, right? So Quan Short gets cut. He's one of the, you know, he's been one of the better defensive tackles in football for years. Uh, The market is going to be flooded with guys like that. Mm -hmm. And Q, I've been building this case or in this show, what we're going to do it moving forward. I, I really hope the Raiders take a more patient approach and spread their money out and not go for the big freaking home run by trying to get Patrick Peterson or J.J. Watt or Leonard Williams, who are all awesome and can change the defense. But they need more than just one high-profile defensive addition.
1: That makes sense. If you can get more bodies than just one, and use the same amount of money, like I, I understand your concept there. Get three guys for one, you know, one Leonard Williams, like that. That would make sense. And then on top of that, Leonard Williams, you might have to trade for. He was the franchise tag holder for the Giants last year, so maybe they franchise tag him again with the the hopes to being able to trade him. So now you're giving up draft capital. If you can get some quality veterans, you're right. There's going to be a ton of them, including ones from the Raiders on the open market because of the salary cap, the position that it's in. If you can get more quality bodies and have a real good, at least a solid defense in 2021, you have a chance if you can score the points that you scored in 2020. So, yeah, I mean, if, ideally that would be the, the, the best way to go, but you're already hearing reports about guys they may be interested in, even on the offensive side of the ball, like Juju Smith-Schuster, who is probably going to command a pretty penny on the open market if Pittsburgh lets him out of town.
0: And, and the pushback to that, and I'll listen to it, the pushback to that is, you know what, right now we don't trust the personnel people headed up by Gruden and Mayock to
1: mm-hmm. actually
0: land six guys and now five of the six guys. Like, we'd rather just have the one known dude right. just get him.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, they've got to improve in that area. You know what I mean? like you uh, And I, I said this to you guys before, the Raiders had five first-round draft picks, and the only guy that we a- a- as know, for a matter of fact, is a real-deal player is who? Josh Jacobs. Everyone else, we all have questions like, is this guy going to be good? Is this guy good? That's five first-round draft picks and only one guy you got on base with. You know, the rest of the guys is like, oh, that was a pop-out. Oh, that was a strikeout. Oop, oh, that was a foul. I mean, it's just you're not getting hits. You're not getting home runs. You're not getting on base. You only did it with one player, and that's a shame. So I question if they were to trade a guy like Derek Carr and get multiple first-round picks, what are they going to do with it?
5: Yeah, that that's that also would lead to... Maybe do you make the offer to trade some of your picks if the picks haven't been working out? Right. If it's going to take, you know, maybe those picks aren't as valuable as they would be for other teams that are much more successful in the
1: draft right exactly exactly right so if you're going to make a move say you were to trade a Derek Carr I know there's a hot rumor about Chicago there's a hot rumor about Washington if these teams were to go after Derek Carr hot and heavy and say they gave up two ones and maybe a defensive player like Chicago say they did that if they were to do that then you would have to assure yourself if if I'm the the guys that are making the moves like Gruden and Mayock if I'm making that move I would have to assure myself that I'm going to get a Deshaun Watson but The problem is, when we're talking about what Carolina's willing to give up, and of course it's just a report, if that's true, then you still need more. You need, I mean, the assets you get back from Derek Carr, and then some to be able to assure that you get Deshaun Watson, and that's not a guarantee, and that's where I come in with the struggle. What if you don't get Deshaun Watson? Then what? What's plan B? Or do you not have a plan B?
5: Could Dak Prescott be plan B? Is he gone from Dallas?
1: Um, I, I, I've been saying it for a long time if a, if a quarterback plays on the franchise tag that he's not going to be there you know, the next year I just, I, I just don't think that that's how teams do their business if they really wanted him long term they would have signed him already he's got a ton of leverage right now um, I, I don't know I think that they're going to give him the franchise tag I really in my heart believe he's going to get the franchise tag for the next year and he's going to play on it and then he's going to be with another team but I think this year he's in Dallas and I think next year they're out there looking for a new quarterback Q
0: Appreciate it. Thank you. You're a warrior. Can't believe you're doing the spot. That's awesome. And stay safe, man. That's you know we were chuckling about it. A lot of times we deal with uh, disaster through humor. So I hope we didn't offend anyone out there or you. But uh, it's a, it's a crazy situation, man.
1: Nah, you're great, man. You guys are great. Anytime you call, you know I'm ready for you. and I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, so there was Raider Nation. That was my hit on Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday evening, as a matter of fact, with Cofield and Company from ESPN Las Vegas. Hopefully you enjoyed that. A lot of back and forth. You see what I like going on, Cofield and Company? Lots of back and forth. It doesn't always have to be they agree with me or I agree with them. It's kind of like they make a point and I make a point. And then they say, I don't like that, but this is what I think. And then I say, yeah, I don't like that, but here you go. You know, it's just... It's cool. It's back and forth. I really enjoy hopping on with Cofield and Company. So hopefully you enjoyed that conversation as well. And if you want to chime in about it, that's all good. Hit me up. on Raider Podcast voicemail line at 707-654-4693. And a matter of fact, coming up in segment number three, your calls, your texts, and I got a tweet that we'll start things off with from my guy, Jeff Barnett. So that's all coming up in segment number three. Before I get into it, though, I do want to tell you about the title sponsor of today's show, which is rockauto.com. And I've told you about them for a long time. Most importantly... They're a family business. They've been serving auto part customers online for 20 years. What you got to do is go to rockauto.com, shop for your auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, and they have everything. Engine parts, got it. Brake parts, got them. Tail lamp, yep. Motor oil, new carpet. It doesn't matter what you need, what you got, what you want. They have you covered like an old-school Jimmy hat. It doesn't matter if your car is a classic or just a daily driver. It does not matter. They have it. few easy clicks away, delivered directly to your door. That's the way to get down, right? RockAuto.com, the catalog is unique, super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. You choose the brands, specifications, and the prices you prefer. Yeah, that's right, the prices. Prices at rockauto.com are super low and the same for professionals as it is for do it yourselfers So there's no reason to spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Right now, go to rockauto.com, check out the parts available for your car or your truck. While you're there, the only thing I ask you to do, is a little box that said, how'd you hear about us? Just write Locked On Raiders podcast that lets them know I'm doing my job. Great selection, super low prices, all the parts ever car- your car car's ever going to need all at the same spot, rockauto.com. Segment number three, it's on the way.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily Raiders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. But we're going to start things off with a tweet. And I try to get tweets in every once in a while. A lot of folks hit me up by way of Twitter, at your boy Q254. And I'll really try to get them in as often as possible. But I also have a lot of calls and texts that I want to get to at the same time. So let's go ahead and start this off with a tweet from Jeff Barnett. You can find him on Twitter, at 1.0. Nation only. And this is in response to Tuesday's show when I was talking about potentially trading Derek Carr for two ones and a a defensive player. So Jeff says, here you go, Q. I'm a huge Carr supporter. But if the Bears or anyone else offer two first rounders plus a defensive player, the only way I made that trade is if... I've got to trade for Watson in place to flip those ones and my own to replace Carr with him. His salary for the next two years would allow cap room for free agents to keep us in win now mode. We could still flip Mariota for a third round or two and create even more space. But that's the only scenario that I'm trading Carr. Just my opinion. That is from Jeff Barnett. You can find him on Twitter at One Nation only. And you know, the thing about it is I didn't really think about it. I, I didn't let it get into my mind about flipping Carr and Mariota. I was thinking it's one or the other. You can't flip both, but why can't you? <laughs> you know what I mean? When when I, heard Jeff's, or when I read Jeff's tweet, I was like, wait, that's a good point. He really could flip two, and then you'd have Nate Peterman, who I'm not a fan of at all, be the backup quarterback, so you just have to pray that Deshaun Watson doesn't go down, or maybe you draft a guy uh, later on in the draft. I don't know, but I, that's, that's a good point. I mean, it's still, I guess it's still doable. So I guess when Cofield in segment number two said, I don't agree, maybe that's why. Maybe he thought of the same scenario that Jeff thought about and thought, hey, that's still doable. So I guess it would still be doable. I kind of feel like Carolina and what they're talking about and what they're presenting still puts, uh, you know, puts the Raiders out of the running for DeJon Watson. But you're right. The only way you make that move, the only way you make that trade and get rid of Carr and trade him is if you know 100% that you're going to get Watson in return. If you don't, if you have any doubt, You cannot make that move because all of a sudden you get left with egg on your face. I know the violator said once you crack eggs, you can make an omelet. The Raiders don't want to make no omelet. (laughs) They do not want to make no omelet. They want to make they want to make it to the playoffs and make a run. You cannot trade car and then get stuck with leftovers. You don't want that. So great point, Jeff. Thank you for that tweet. That's why I wanted to start things off with that. Next up, got a call from Valley Boy Raider. He's calling in to talk about the beef that went down between Pat McAfee and Raider Cody. Uh, it was on Twitter. It was also on Pat McAfee's show the other day. Uh, and then he went in on Raider Nation as well, the Raider Beat website, and of course, members of Raider Nation. Here's Valley Boy Raider. Hey,
4: what's up, Q? This is Valley Boy Raider from the 818. And um, I was here, uh, I don't know if you heard of this guy named um, Pat McAfee. He's pretty, pretty famous out there, you know. I kind of like him. He's kind of funny. And he was talking about the Raiders, how uh, a certain someone was, uh, message uh, was, uh, hitting him up on Twitter saying this, this, and that, you know. And it happens to be, uh, Mr. Uh, Raider Cody. And man, I'm getting tired of this guy, man. I mean, if you know him, and he's cool with you, that's you, but he's making Raider Nation look like Derek Carr Nation. He's He's making it seem like these players should only be doing football things. Hey, man! At the end of the day, they got they got to think about other things too, because their career can end fast, and you never know. It, it can last one quarter, and the next thing you know, they can never play the game again. So they need to keep their options open. <laughs> it's a dangerous game. Once the the training camp starts, and, and these guys are still doing their things. Then we can talk. Right now, let them rest for a bit, and then get back to the to the thing. And um, as for Raider Cody, man, he should just shut the f up. And I know it's his job, but he's making us look bad, Raider Nation, is making he's making Raider Nation look bad. And if he's your boy, then not my bad, you know. But he just that's just my thoughts too. Uh, I love the podcast. I think you should be the, the spokesperson for us cause you, 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 you say what you want on your mind and, and it makes sense. You always make sense. Shout out to you. Shout out to the podcast, Raider Nation. let stay strong and remember it's one nation, not one player, not a couple players. It's Raider Nation. All right. Q
1: out. Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you, and I'm not going to lie to you. Because of my weather situation and my electricity situation that I have at the house, I didn't see everything that went down between Pat McAfee and Raider Cody. I saw a couple people on Twitter say something like, wow, what an embarrassing day for Raider Nation. And I'm not going to lie. What I saw, what I did get caught up on, and I heard Pat McAfee talking and talking trash about Raider Beat, the website, and talking about Raider Cody, it was embarrassing. But I will say, I'm surprised that Pat McAfee, who has a national show actually put it out there like that. I'm surprised that he even brought up Raider Cody because that's not any sweat off of Cody's back. He loves that kind of attention and I'm not going to lie. I don't agree with a lot of his tactics I don't agree with a lot of things he says and makes it sound like he's the voice of Raider Nation. I'll tell you right now and I know you mentioned me as the voice of Raider Nation. There ain't no voice of Raider Nation. Al Davis is the only voice of Ra- Raider Nation, he's not alive. We have in our fan base a lot of intelligent football fans that knows the game of football. We have some people in Raider Nation that don't give a rat about what I say. Don't give a nothing about what I say and think that I'm out of my mind and that's okay. I think Raider Nation is so intelligent. You don't need a voice. You are the voice. You know, uh, Jeff Barnett who, who tweeted me earlier, he's the voice. You know, Vader Raider, he's the voice. You know, most known unknown. Um, uh, um, Brother Marquise in the 305. I mean, I can go on and on and on just from people who call this show. You guys are the voice of Raider Nation. I'm just another member. That's it. I'm just another member. I just happen to have a radio show and a podcast or a couple, but it's not I'm not, I don't ever want anyone to think that I'm trying to be your voice because that's not what Raider Nation's all about. That's not what this Raider fan base is all about. So what bugs me about Raider Cody is a lot of times when he tweets things out and he says things, he says it like, like he's in the building and he's, um, I'm trying to say this so I don't sound like a jerk, like he's Mike Mayock or Mark Davis or John Gruden, when he's just a, a fan like the rest of us. And that's okay. I, lo- I appreciate a, a passionate fan. That's great. But I, I just, I, I would never want to position myself and make anyone think that I'm trying to sound like I'm the voice of. Raider Nation. And if I ever in my life sound like I'm trying to sound like I'm your voice, please come and tell me and check me. That'd be okay. Please believe. I want to be checked at that point. Hey Q, you need to calm down a little bit. Back it up a little bit. You're getting a little bit. uh, You need to humble yourself. And I think that Cody needs to humble himself a little bit. But hey, you know, that's his thing. That's what he does. And that's cool. I was surprised that Pat McAfee, who has a national show, would actually address it and put it out there and say that because that just adds fuel to Cody. You know, that just adds fuel to any, anyone. I mean, that could go to anybody. If he had called me out for something, I said, all that's doing is getting my, my exposure up. He's the one with the national show, not me. I got a local show. <laughs> According to my boss, I'm just a kid from Waco. <laughs> right? I'm just a kid from Waco. <laughs> According to my boss, and I live in a rental house, too. <laughs> Another story. Anyway, so it, long story short, I don't really want to get into that beef because I thought it was silly on both ends, but I mean, it is what it is. Just the biggest thing is, I I want to take away from this, and I appreciate your call and your compliments. I don't think one person is ever going to be the voice of Raider Nation. We all are very intelligent fans, and we can hold our own in any kind of conversation. So you are the voice of Raider Nation. Thank you for that. Next up, though, I got a text from Jeff from the 209. Hey, Q. This is the original Jeff from the 209. I know there's two of us on here, but I was the first, LOL. Anyway, your last show, you talked about a Chicago trade. I have a hypothetical for you. How about if Washington offered Chase Young a first and a fifth for Carr? Then you picked up a Leonard Williams or another Alpha. Then, as you always say, now you're cooking with grease. Your thoughts. That's from Jeff from the 209. And I'll tell you right now, someone else presented that to me. I don't think there's any way on God's green earth that Washington decides they want to trade Chase Young. He is the defensive player of the year as a rookie. Rookie Defensive Player of the Year. He is a stud. He was their number two overall pick in the draft. I don't see them moving on from him to go get a quarterback. I just, I just don't. I just don't see that. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe I'm maybe I'm I'm foolish and I I I don't see it. I, but I don't see that one. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't think that that's a possibility. He is too good of a player. He's a cornerstone guy that they'll build around. I can't see them coming up off of him. Maybe someone else along that defensive line. I don't see Chase Young. Yeah, I think the Raiders would jump all over Chase Young. Really, because, I mean, he's, he's the kind of dude that you want on your squad. He is that guy. He's a difference maker. But I don't see Washington coming off of that, especially with Jack Del Rio in the building. He sure ain't going to be like, wait a minute, hold on. Hold on. Give, let me get this right. You're going to give up my best guy on defense, on the defensive line, to the team that fired me to bring in John Gruden? No. I, I, just, I just don't see that happening. Raider Nation, you can chime in and give me your thoughts. Jeff from the 209 wants to know, if Washington offered Chase Young a first and a fifth for car. Would you pull the trigger on that? I think all of Raider Nation would pull the trigger on that. I don't think Washington would allow Raider Nation to pull the trigger on that. So thank you for that text, my man. I appreciate you. Next up, got a call from... Oh, it's a new booty call as well, and I, I'm at the radio station, so I don't have my you know new booty music, so I can't sound the alarm, so I apologize for that. But anyway, it's a call from Spiritual Holding It Down for the Crucified for MBSC. Yeah, again, new booty. Just calling in with some positivity, man. I, I like this. This is a real good, positive call, and sometimes, Raider Nation, we need some positivity in our life. So here he is.
3: My boy Q, Raider Nation. It's Friday. Y'all made it. Yo, what up? I'm calling from Southern Cali. It was Spiritual Holding It Down for MBSC newborn soldiers of the crucified, you know what I mean? And just like I'm new in Christ, I'm new. So, hey, Q, go ahead and sound that alarm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and run that back. <laughs> yeah. Just want to call in and let you know you're doing a great job. And I also want to just uh, give a shout-out to my son, Nathaniel. Man, played football right out of high school. Man, went into the Navy, all this coronavirus, put him back. But we got the call. He's officially a sailor. Just wanna give a shout out uh name if you hear us. I'm proud of you. Mama loves you. Give her a call as soon as you can. Thank you for all the men and women serving our country. Just wanted to call in. Everybody have a good weekend. God bless y'all. Mercy, grace, and peace of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ be with you on the fam. I'm out.
1: Great call, my man. Great call. Uh I, I love your enthusiasm. I love your passion. Uh I, I love that you, you know, you're giving it all to God and everything, man. And and, and I just when I was listening to your call, it really, I don't want to say humbled me because I tried to be as humble as possible, but it just also made me realize like, man, there's so many things that are greater and better than just the Raiders. And that's not a disrespect. It's just, there's other things in life. And so just to hear your joy and your happiness and, you know, hear the success of your son and and where you are in life, man, congratulations. That is awesome, man. Hold on to that joy uh, because that is better than any result of any football game. So great call, my man. Please don't let that be your last call. Appreciate you. Uh, Next up, and this is going to be the final one, is a text from Derek from New York. He says, hey Q, I haven't given my input in a while, but I was listening to your podcast and I had to chime in. Once again, all this trade and Derek Carr talk. Again. Every season we hear this. You're absolutely correct about the low-hanging fruit aspect. (laughs) John Gruden even said when he came out of retirement that it was because he believed in Carr, if y'all remember. Instantly, we were hearing about trade talk. Fast forward to now. Dude just had a phenomenal season and still trade talk. Most people will place Carr in the top five or ten quarterbacks in the league. How often do you get that? It's ridiculous. There's 32 teams in the league and better than 90% would kill for him. Let's not entertain this anymore because it's getting stupid. Trading him from draft picks this year is even more stupider. It's college football COVID year. This draft is not one to invest in. Let's all slow down. This is why the lottery is so profitable. Everyone's ready to sell the farm. We're a top offense. Let's not mess with that because pulling a car from it would be a setback. By the way, this is Derek from New York. Thank you for that text, my man. And I've said it before. And one, yeah, talking about Derek Carr every single day, that is easy, low-hanging fruit. That's like throwing a softball and and me hitting it out the ballpark. And please believe, on the softball field, I hit him out the ballpark all the time. But that's just, that's, that's easy. That's too easy. I like to challenge myself more often. Now, the conversations that are going on is because Derek Carr had the phenomenal season. That's the one thing. It's not because I want to trade him and I'm saying move on from him. There's teams that are interested in John and not John Gruden and Derek Carr because he had that great season and they're looking like the Bears. They stink. Washington, they stink as far as the quarterback position goes. There's a lot of teams. Carolina, they're ready to sell the farm to go get Deshaun Watson. So, You know what I mean? Like, that's the reason why the conversation is going on. Not necessarily because everyone just wants to move on from Derek Carr. It's because he had a great season. He caught everyone's attention. And they feel like, the different teams feel like, the Raiders aren't 100% sold on Carr, which they should be. Look, I don't know what they plan on doing in the next two, three years at the quarterback position. I really don't. I know this conversation is always going to go on no matter what. And you know what's going to happen? The minute, if he were to ever get traded, the minute he gets traded and he does something great for another team, someone's going to say, oh my God, that's why you don't trade the guy. He could have been doing that for us. That's exactly what you're going to hear. I promise you. Been there, done that. Already know that that's what's going to happen. So, unfortunately, Derek, you know, this is kind of the world we live in right now. You go and have a great year, and the carousel this year for quarterbacks is so outrageous that this is kind of what it is. It's not really, you know, it's not really, it's not old f- football where you have a great quarterback, you hold on to him. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, man, that quarterback had a great year. Well, hey, are you interested in trading him? We'll give you everything for him. So, a responsible organization has to at least think about it. They have to. If they don't think about it, then, you know, they're fooling themselves. So thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. And like I said many times before, Derek Carr is not the problem. So that's all I got for you for today's show. I know I said that I was going to talk about Gus Bradley and getting that defense turned around quick, fast, in a hurry. How fast can he do that? We'll do that on tomorrow's show. I forgot that I was going to be on Cofield and Company. So I thought that was better to put that on, on today's show. I'll talk about Gus Bradley and the defense on tomorrow's show. And hopefully, maybe I'll have the power on at my house by tomorrow. (laughs) i just say that i I laugh when i say that because it's not likely but maybe i will maybe i'll actually be at the comforts of my own home my own studio if not i'll be right here at the radio station knocking it out who knows if i'll actually be doing a radio show who knows if we'll even have power who knows pray for us pray for us raider nation texas needs it and i'm not just talking about me i'm talking about the whole state that's real deal talk right there anyway uh have a great day Hopefully uh, you enjoyed the episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the conversation with Cofield and company. I know I did. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. So until then, Raider Nation, stay safe. If the weather's terrible where you're at, bundle up. You know, Stay warm. Do what you got to do. Uh, wash your hands. Wear your mask. Social distance. Do what you got to do. And at the end of the day, most importantly, just win, baby.